if I keep this up, I'll get to where I want to be. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it for myself because it's what I like. Yeah. Did I think I was going to be here where I am today a year ago? Definitely not. Mm. But job's not finished. Like You just keep going. You got to understand why you're really doing it. Yeah. That's the issue. A lot of people don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're doing it for either a girl. They're doing it for their peers to look to look cool. They're doing it for the clout. They're doing it for family pressures. Have that serious sit down with yourself. Look in the mirror, journal, and understand why do you want to do what you do? And then once you figure that out, you're unstoppable. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. Chris, the star of the show here, and I am joined by a very, very special guest, someone I have a pleasure of meeting and building a friendship, and honestly, I am glad that he's staying another year in Houston. So please welcome Mr. Cam Styles. Hey, everybody. It's nice to be here. <laughs> What's going on, yes, brother? Not much, man. You know, just like you said, staying here one more year. Yep. Apartment shopping, you know, just... Just trying to try to level up, you know how it is. I feel you, man. So for those who don't know you, can you just tell a little small thirty second me about you and what you do? Like, well, easy. You know, I'm a uh, Cam Styles. I do men's fashion. Uh, I mainly do like younger men's fashion. Like Define high school. younger. We'll, we'll do like like high school, college. Okay. Um, maybe you just graduated. You know, you're starting to get into the workforce a little bit, but you're still out having fun. Gotcha. So I'll say like range between like fifteen to twenty eight. That's okay. like my main audience right now. Okay, okay. Just doing that, you know, retired track athlete. Yeah, That's yeah. About yeah. It, you know? So what what made you decide to get into men's fashion? Man, so growing up, actually, uh I get I get asked that a lot, but I'll definitely say it started growing up. Um my parents weren't together, but whenever I go to my dad's on the weekend, he would always have his stuff together like he was always dressed nice he always looked good his cars were clean his fits there was no wrinkles no stains no nothing always matching i would say he was he was the best dressed in his friend group wow so i would see that and then i kept it on the back of my head and then once i got to the age where i started picking out my own clothes i started implementing it mm. but then when i got into middle school we had school uniforms so you can't you can't dress and then when it comes to terms of like Outside of school, I didn't go nowhere in middle school. You know, I just went outside to go play, shoot hoop, and that's it, you know? So I had no actual clothes until I got into high school. Mm. And then that's when the fashion journey started, and I just started buying my own clothes and trying to figure out how to dress. But I definitely say uh, Teach Men's Fashion, uh, Alex Costa, Anne Marino, and then a couple of just movie stars definitely – tied into how I dress today. Yeah, so how were you able to take all the information from those YouTube content creators and, um, you know, actors and even your father and implement it to your own style? Because I feel like there's a lot of, you know, content out there, but men, you know, we go out there, we, they still look kind of, you know what I mean? They, Man, they, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about the other men, but, you know, you do what you like, dude. It's all about <laughs> comfort comfortability, but uh, how I did, I just... A lot of a lot of trial and error, you know. I remember freshman year, I thought food printed clothing was cool, you know. Like I was walking around in high school with a waffle printed T-shirt. Mm, like mm, mm. I don't know, all, all my friends that thought that was cool, they should have. Like you're not my friend no more. Like, yeah. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but like, it was just a bunch of uh, trial and error. Like I'll see something that someone's wearing, I'll go to the store, I'll get it, I'll try it out. If yeah. I don't feel too comfortable in it. I'll try it one or two more times. If I still don't like it, get rid of it. And that just, just take it from there, you know? Yeah, man. That trial error is real. Because I remember when my first time when I accidentally bought U.S. Polo Association. Okay. And I was just like, okay, I didn't know there was two horses and then the yeah. one horse. And I had a full fit. I mean, it was a white polo, black Levi jeans, white Air Force One. So that was intentional. 
and then then you get roasted. I got like, it. Hey, you got two bro. horses on your shirt. Like what? What's going on here? What do you think you? They are? they if they really spared me. I remember my friend TJ. Literally, it was before first period. So at the beginning of the day, he took me into the bathroom and was like, "How many horses?" Are you supposed to have? What's good, everyone? Chris is star of the show here. I want to talk about the new course I launched, Veins Without Vanity, a beginner's guide to physical and spiritual excellence. In this course, you will learn how I lost 30 pounds in less than six months and how I became close to God in the process. Also, I really want to illustrate how working out, getting back in shape, getting into the gym, how the pain and the intensity is how it's very similar to following God, how you have to show up every day, how it's not easy, and I will teach you how to really do so at the same time. During my journey of getting back in shape, I noticed that working out and following God has a lot of similar characteristics. And in the course, I highlight those characteristics and explain how the gym and how following God runs hand in hand. The course will include the beginning steps of getting back in shape. So how to find the right gym, the right workout plan, meal plan, things like that. But it also will include beginning steps of getting closer with God how to find the right church, you know, how to read the Bible, how to pray, even a Bible study is included in the course as well. But also we include beginner steps on how to build your personal relationship with Jesus. So get the Veins Without Vanities course today. And for those who sign up on Patreon, the course will be on there for free. Yes, for free. And on my Patreon, you get all exclusive content, Q&As, updated workouts, more Bible studies, more spiritual and fitness content will be on my patreon so make sure you check that out today i was like well, terrell what are you talking about brother <laughs> and he just and he just looked down and he just kind of pointed and i looked and then i see his polo he only had one i'm just like and i remember like my I mom bought like thing. nine of them so i'm just like fam what am i supposed to do nowadays uh but that trial error is a hundred percent real and I, I had to learn the hard way on that one nah i I feel like I had to learn the hard way because in the sense that no one was telling me. It mm. wouldn't happen until after. Like, I'll, I'll look at an old picture. I'm like, hey, man, like, why didn't you tell me that this this didn't look good? Well, you were feeling yourself. I didn't want to ruin your height. No. Hold me accountable. Like, made me, like, put me on a standard. I'm trying to look a certain way. Don't just let me <laughs> look walk around looking crazy with two horses on my shirt. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they definitely, you know, it was it was a nice roast. You know, but it definitely started my fashion journey. And uh, just quick question, just like for those who, you know, are wanting to get better with their style, you know, trying to, they're in the middle of it. How should they start? Kind of like how your your trial and error. Mm -hmm. How was that trial and error? Was it like, all right, I'm going to start with shoes first and then I'm going to work to the jeans. Then I'm going to work with the shirt mm -hmm. or you work with the shirt first, then the jeans and then. Like how how should someone begin and how you use your experience to really figure it out? I got you. So revamp your closet one on one. Here we go. This this is how I this is how I first did it. Uh, I did start with the shoes. You know, I always tell people try not to start with the shoes just because it's it's a lot of pressure and people get confused on what they should and shouldn't do, what they should keep in the shoe collection, what not to, especially with uh, streetwear culture being such a big thing. And then having a shoe collection is like such a trendy thing. Yeah. I try not to stress people out, but I literally got rid of all my shoes. Mm. Told my mom, take me to Old Navy, get me the white leather sneakers because Jose posted some video about them. So I was like, take me here, give me these. Yeah. Get rid of everything else the Vans, the Converse, the green high top Converse, get rid of that. Wow. I don't want that. That people aren't wearing that. Uh, then I started with the pants. Cause I feel like whenever I make outfits in my closet, I start with my pants first. Cause I, I feel like I like showing off like the different types of jeans or cargo pants or slacks, whatever. So I went to the old Navy, got a couple chinos. Yeah. Then I told her to take my H and M, got a couple solid t-shirts. Started from there. You got your solid base essentials that you need. And I was, you can ask my friends in high school. Like I was wearing chinos and slacks every day when I was trying to learn how to dress. And then I didn't start learning how to dress casually till I got to college. Mm. I started uh, experimenting with different size t-shirts. I started wearing more graphic tees. I tried flannels, uh, hoodies, obviously. But that yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. every guy needs a hoodie in college. You know, you need that. Absolutely. Um, but it just it just went from there. Really, just start with your shoes. Get rid of your shoes. 
understand and just work your way up, I guess. Yeah, that's how I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think there's a lot of uh, good when it comes to having the right, you know, the shoes. And especially the white leather sneakers is a good alternative yeah. to the Air Force One. And they're 30 bucks compared yeah. to $100. Like, exactly. You're saving a lot of money right there. Exactly. Because I, I think the, you know, the Air Force One was so prevalent. You know, when I was in high school, I'm not gonna mm. tell everybody when I was in high school. I didn't, <laughs> wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not that old. You know, I got to high school in 2008, graduated in 2012. So d- that was felt like Air Force One, you know not what I mean? Old. I know, brother. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, know. I graduated I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like, I, dang, man. Graduated oh, in 2019. High school? High school, 2019. Stop it. Okay, yeah, that is, that's nuts, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm sorry. Dang. That really took me for a loop. But the white leather sneakers, <laughs> the white leather sneakers didn't really uh, pop off until really like college for me. And yeah. Dana, after college, I don't think I got my first white leather sneakers to after college. What other, you know, shoe? Is it, you know, a brown dress shoe? Is it a, a is it, or what about the boots, you know, Chelsea boots, mm-hmm. things like that? We can start with the footwear and kind of work our way up. I got you. And I'm also going to uh, spit y'all some free game. Here we go. When it comes to building your shoe collection easily. So I got the white sneakers. I told my mom, take me to Old Navy, get the white leather sneakers. Then after that, I told her, okay, my birthday's coming up. I don't want no video game. I don't want money. I don't want no random whatever accessory that was trendy at the time. Mm-hmm. I want black dress shoes. Not the boxy, not the square toe ones that you get from a shoe carnival (laughs) no don't give me the shiny ones they wear tuxedos give me this regular point dress shoe she got me some black steve madden dress shoes Mm. and then told my grandma give me a brown pair Mm. so now in my collection i have a white leather sneaker a black uh oxford and then a a brown one and and i like how you ask mother and then you ask grandmother you know what i mean exactly you gotta you gotta get it free use your resources you feel me use your resources (laughs) i got no money i'm I'm not working i'm running track and i'm doing my school you know i don't got time for a job absolutely so from there i was really rocking with those three shoes and i was wearing the white leather sneakers like i wore them to the ground like Mm. by the time i graduated high school I had like uh, the the leather was chipping off on the side. And of the do you shoe. feel like those are the most versatile shoe? Cause you can wear that with jeans, most chinos, yes. you know, slacks. I literally wore that thing every day, <laughs> every day. Like it's kind of embarrassing, but you got to start somewhere, you know. Yeah. But um, I think it was during the pandemic when I first started getting sneakers. I skipped a step. I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. I'm so sorry, guys. I skipped a step <laughs> in high school. Christmas is coming around after my birthday because my birthday's in October. Then Christmas is coming around. I told my grandma on my dad's side. Hey. I don't want nothing. The only thing I want are these Chelsea boots that I found on Amazon. I got a tan pair of Chelsea boots on Amazon. Then I got asked my other grandma for the black pair. So now I got tan Chelsea boots, black Chelsea boots. Yep. Black Oxford shoes and then brown Oxford shoes and then the white leather sneakers. And I like how you're doing this because you, you're building your shoe, you know, wardrobe in a sense, but you're using, you know, holidays and birthdays. Yes, the resources. And you're using your resources exactly. rather than, you know, spending your own money and, and, you know. And plus, I think it's an easier gift to receive. I feel yes. like they will want to buy you shoes rather exactly. than something you know, something they don't know, they don't yeah, know, they nothing, don't know about, nothing about. Yeah, you know? I got you. Yeah. So, and all those shoes were under 50 bucks, mm. all of them, because I found good deals on Amazon. Uh, Old Navy, their their price went up now, though, but at that time it was still like 40 bucks. Yeah. Uh, the dress shoes, however, they were about like 110, but the, it's not meant to last long, but I take care of my stuff. So yeah. I still have the black ones today. Sheesh. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just over time. I didn't start building. I didn't get actual sneakers, though, until, like, college. I, I got a pair of Vans, a maroon pair of Vans, because mm-hmm. I was like, no guy is wearing maroon Vans right now. Right now, it's just the black and whites or the red and white ones, but no one's wearing maroon. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to stand out. I'm going to get the maroon Vans. And I got high-top Converse because I couldn't afford the CDGs at the time. Got you. Because at that time, my mom was like, all right, you're on your own now when it comes to clothes. Do your thing, you know? Yeah. I was like, okay. How do one 
and I, it's not just for shoes. It could be for pants, shirts. Because there's a way where you have your own unique style and you do want to stand out. Mm-hmm. But some of those choices are not the best choices. You know what I mean? So how yeah. do one be able to determine, hey, this can stand out, give me some kind of style points, but it's not hurting me? Because sometimes we see stuff and it's just like, brother, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I say the best way to uh, to do that. It's to incorporate things that you personally are passionate about or you like. So for my main thing at that time when I was like grabbing my essentials, I was the I was the Star Trek athlete in my high school. So what did I use to stand out? Well, one I, I dressed up because most high schoolers aren't dressing up. But on the casual days, I'll wear like a hoodie that said. There's this trending thing in the in the track community in high school called Track Nation. Mm. And they came out with, like, a bunch of gear, and, like, everyone was buying it and stuff like that. So I'll wear my Track Nation hoodie. Uh, when I go to the Junior Olympics, I'll get a jacket, and I'll wear that jacket on top of my essentials at school. Mm. So it's, like, that's my little way of me popping. Like, this is who I am. And I think that's a good, safe way to start. Now, like, you kind of like, like a brand almost. Like, hey, yeah. I'm branding myself as this track athlete. Here are some, you know, apparel to exactly. say something. I got you. And then whenever you get to – uh, college or whenever you get to you're like in the actual workforce I would definitely say definitely find an item that you like and then just run with it you know make that your brand make that you so I'll say for me right now it have to be like cargo pants cargo pants cargo pants with uh, combat boots is definitely me right now mm. so whenever anyone sees that type of look Okay, uh, is that trending or does he does he follow Cam? You know, or um, there's another thing, the sweatsuits with the boots. Wow. I definitely I don't want to say I started it, but I definitely <laughs> helped grow the movement. That. Yes, yeah, I, I want to say that. I, 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 I like the thing I put a part into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing the crew neck sweater with the sweatpants and then some random combat boot. Because at first people were like, "What are you doing? Like that doesn't look cool," but now I see people doing it. Yeah. So I definitely say that's like. If I was a cartoon character, that would be my everyday fit. Got you. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. So you work you work from the shoes, went up to the pants. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are, you know, some of the more versatile style, you know, kind of pants or bottoms? You know, mm-hmm. is it jeans? Is it chinos? Is it, you know, cargo? Is it sweats? Or is it kind of dependent on the situation? I definitely say I like to think it just depends on where you go mainly. If you're in high school – just, just, just settle for the sweatpants because you can do a lot with sweatpants nowadays since fashion has become such uh, Casual. experimental. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like I had a, I got a get ready, get ready with me video on my Instagram that I put up and people loved it and it was me styling sweatpants, but I styled it up. I put it with some Chelsea boots and a hoodie and then a trench coat. I would have never thought to do that in high school. So, yeah, that makes sense, and that's good for like going to the airport. I see people exactly. do that a lot for the airport. Like you yeah. can you can be comfortable with sweatpants in high school and still look presentable and not look like you just crawled out of bed. Yeah. If you were in college, I would definitely say your bottoms are gonna you're gonna want them to be just short, you know. So I'll say get a nice chino short, or um, there's a company called Bare Bottom. They have these shorts to wear. They're meant for to work out in. Mm. You can dress them up, and you can swim in them. Wow. So, versatile. Yeah, I got I got two pairs. I got a green and a guy gray. So yeah, that's perfect. So if you're in college, I definitely say go for that because you're walking around campus a lot, and you don't want to walk around in jeans and get hot and sweaty in your class. You know, just let your legs breathe with the shorts. And where should they get these bottoms? At what kind of what stores? Where online places? You know, where can they find you know some affordable yet quality materials? Sweatpants. I definitely recommend. People are sleep on it. But I'm telling y'all, Walmart is the place to wow. go. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm sleep on it. I'm in a coma right man, now. Like last time I had to buy myself sweats, they were from Walmart. Yeah, I'm going to Walmart. I need some need some more black. Everybody ones. like, where'd you get is. those sweatpants? Brother Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> During the winter season. The time is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, time yeah. is now. Yeah. But uh if you don't want to go to Walmart because you don't want to get roasted. I understand. I don't. I don't I give got, a crap. For the guys that do, I got things. I got stores for you too. Uh, you can never go wrong with H and M. Zara has some good sweats. They do. And um, there's also Versed. V R S T. 
I never heard of them before. They got some nice bottoms. Okay. They got some nice bottoms. Okay. They paying you, brother? <laughs> I'm just messing Next with that. <laughs> Next question. Next question. But for uh, the shorts, bare bottom. I love their I love their shorts. Jeans. I get all my jeans from either H and M or Hollister. Okay. Mainly Hollister. People mm. are people don't talk about Hollister jeans a lot, but I I go to Hollister a lot. I feel um, like my Hollister jeans. I feel like my thighs gonna just. You know what I mean? Do they got the taper fit? Because for that American Eagle, they have, they have they have the stretch fabric. I need that because think, brother, yeah. it be tight sometimes on my right when I right when I get to that quad muscle. I'm dead. I like <laughs> I like uh, Hollister jeans for their for their ripped jeans, and I like American American Eagle just for their plain just washes. They have nice washes. Okay. H and M is just oh, that's cool. Let me grab that. That's just how I do it now. I understand that. What about uh, chinos? What about uh, chinos or or snacks? Something they can just throw on for a nice date. Let me tell you about chinos. Talk right? to me. There, there's this there's this company called Essentials. Mm. We're not talking about fear of God. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Styles ten is my code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing else to talk about. Yeah, there you go. But uh, um, I, I started. For chinos, I did start at Old Navy just because it's, it's it's more affordable, uh, forty bucks, easy. And yeah. I, I, I those lasted for four to five years with me. Mm. Um, and then slacks, I love Indochino. It's okay. gonna take a while for it to come in. They do have complications here and there, but at the end of the day, once you get your product and you got it fitted towards you. Mm -hmm. Is gonna last you a long time. Yeah. I still have. I, I first experienced Indochino, my senior year of uh, high school, and I still have those slacks today. Well, I mean, if the quality is there, you know, it's gonna last a long time. Right. Um, so, what about tops? You know, what I mean, what what's what's important? Is it you know, is it like the long leaf t-shirts nowadays? Is it the collar short? I mean, collar shirts or mm -hmm. the um, the button up shirts? You know. Mm -hmm hoodies you know i don't know puffer jacks it you know what's what's uh what what's some starter kit and then what's some things that we can you know look forward to i definitely say uh from what it looks like we're, we're not a lot of people are saying fitted shirts are uh an essential anymore and i i don't even find myself wearing fitted shirts anymore the only time i wear fitted shirts is when i go to the gym just mm -hmm. I'm trying to look good in the mirror I or in front of the camera, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Can't be mad at it. Nah, nah. You got to <laughs> see it. You got to see the progress. I got but you. I would definitely say get some uh, some oversized tees. But if you're not comfortable with oversized tees, you can do fitted tees as well. Yeah. For fitted tees, I usually go to H&M or Essentials. Um, for oversized tees, I'm I'm falling in love with Kinetic Kings. They wow. uh, they start with shorts, but they're making oversized tees now. And got I have, you. I love the quality of it. And uh, there's this company in Australia called Industry Clothing. Wow. I love their tees a lot. I love their tees a lot. Um, and what kind of material should they be looking for? Because is you it go, you, something thicker or, you know, like? I just know you don't want to do 100% cotton. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's going gonna, gonna to unravel on you. It's going to shrink on you, fade, everything. So you definitely want to blend. Um, do I know the blend on top of my head? I do not. And I apologize, guys. No, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Because uh, I don't even know the blend off the top of my head. But there is a better material versus just straight cotton. Because yes. I had that straight cotton experience, and it was a disaster. Yes. Um, so I think something a little bit more thicker, a little bit more high quality. I think you can, mm -hmm. you'll be able to tell from the pictures if they take the pictures the appropriate way. Yeah. And it's also on preference, too, because some guys sweat more than others. That's true. So if you want the thicker shirt, uh, my recommendation, Kinetic Kings, they got thicker materials. If you want a more breathable shirt, but it still can last year-round, industry clothing. See? Beautiful. Easy. Beautiful. Uh, when it comes to, after that, I would say grab grab a, a fleece jacket. Fleece jackets are are popping up right now. Like I got, I have this one fleece jacket that I have in a couple of videos that people keep asking me. They keep asking me. Where'd you get that jacket? Where's that jacket from, Cam? And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's sold out. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I know exactly what jacket you know you're what talking, talking about. about. Yes. I'm like, and you need to figure it out, brother. It's sold out. I'm trying. <laughs> I spent a whole day. Yeah. Literally, like, from my wake up, I grabbed my computer. I sat on the couch, and I, I, I tried researching. I tried finding it. 
no one's reselling it. No one is selling it at all. Like the manufacturer stopped selling it. But I got, I, I got. I think I even commented on that post. Like, hold up, fam. I that think you that did. jacket I think was you nuts, bro. Yeah. But it, it, it's okay. Like I, I found some uh, alternatives. Okay. That I'll make a video about, and it's gonna come out this week. But um, yeah, fleece jackets are are, are a thing. I, that was something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, and then hoodies, of course. Hoodies. Absolutely. Where can what's the, where, where can yeah. they go? For me, I go Unrivaled. Wearing it right now, of yeah. course. Um, Shop Mac. That's the clothing brand in, in California. And then Essentials, of course. Yeah. Um, that's that, that's all the places I shop. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't mad at you, man. And I, what about accessories? You know, what mm -hmm. kind of accessories that, you know, they should get that's some standard stuff that make the fit? pop because you the right accessory the right watch the right earring yes. or the right you know was it a clout bag i don't know <laughs> what they call it nowadays but uh i, I just call it a crossbody man. <laughs> okay, okay 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 yeah so That's what what are some of those uh, uh i know right what's some of those accessories um that can really help with the wardrobe make them pop yeah. make them stand out more so of course we got the chains we got the rings and we got the watch but do you feel like that's necessary? Like that's standard, like that's dang near required nowadays? I would make a lot of fashion influencers mad, but no. <laughs> I think you need at least one of those things, you know? It's like the it's like uh the infinity gauntlet. You don't Got need you. all the stones to be powerful. You can Facts. just be cool with one stone. You know? So what do you you can rank them to just opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like, you know, I would say chain, you know, earrings or something like that. Like mm -hmm. what would you recommend? I I don't know what I'll go with first. I personally think earrings. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Because you have none on. I have none <laughs> on right now. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have any on right now. But it's all good. Yeah, I don't have it's a chain on okay. either. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think I think uh, I think earrings uh, can, can set things apart. But mm -hmm. what about you? What you think? For me, I would definitely say a chain. Chain, chain would be on the top of my list. Like I, I never take my chains off. I got mine on. I, I stack them every day. And and what? What kind of chain is comfortable enough for the everyday common person? Because sometimes what we think chain, minimal chain, minimum chain. Because a lot of people think it's just you know this this Cuban link Rolex or like rose gold nah, collar. You know, I get tired of it bouncing on my neck sometimes. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, nah. And you can feel the, you can feel the weight. I don't yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes yeah. I want to feel the weight. Sometimes I don't. But I definitely say the minimal chain. This is a, a Franco chain. Got you. So I definitely say minimal chains is just. And I agree. Easier. I think Franco chains are the best ones. Don't I don't I don't I don't rock with anything else besides Franco chains. Exactly, and that's that's just easier. And then um, it's also more affordable. Yeah. Because Cuban links are just that, that's a, that's a status symbol. You yeah. Know? So of course it could be more ranked up in the prices. Yeah. So I'm always I'm always looking out for my followers' pockets. You know, if something's too expensive. I'll try to find them something more affordable. Yeah. But I'll definitely say chains at the top of my list. Next, I'll say is the watch. Okay. Just because um, sometimes when you wear jackets or if you're just talking to people, the watch is going to is gonna stand out. That's your yeah. statement piece. That's facts. Not a lot of people really look at your hands. That's why I have rings more like third. Okay. Not people look at your hands, especially if you already keep them clean. Yeah. It's okay. That, that's a plus on its own. You know, yeah. That's its own accessory. After that, I just got these earrings actually like <laughs> two, three months ago. Do you feel like they made a difference? Like even no. like <laughs> that's so funny, man. No, you don't feel like, like you don't get no compliments. You don't be like, hey, I, I see the earrings. Like nah, nah, nah. no, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. I I will say, the week I got them, my dad was like, hey Cam, like, do you think it's a would it be weird if I if I got my earrings back? Like, cause I I kind of want to get them. I'm like. <laughs> Just get them if you want to. Like <laughs> I, I really don't see a difference, but you're 38 years old. I don't know what it's like in that realm to walk around with earrings still. So you, you let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can yeah. tell my people on Instagram. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, earrings at the bottom of the list. <laughs> it, I personally don't think it matters. Man, my, my hoop earrings, man, I love my hoop earrings whenever I wear them. But. Th those are cool. I'm thinking about getting some. I think I th I prefer the hoops more than the studs, me mm -hmm. personally. Um, and I think just because 
I don't know. My ears are small, so I feel like it just anything right there would make it look better. But you know, I'm just weird I like that. It. I think I'm right there with. You. I think my ears are pretty small. Yeah, too. it's just I don't know, man. I don't it's know why right. I have small ears, and I, but I feel like I can listen well. But I don't I've know. been a fan of the the dangles, the dangle earrings, but I just don't. I think that takes a certain type of guy. I, I man, those. I think I think it does. I think it, it's better in college, and yes. I think it's better if you probably play like a sport. Yes. Or I, just that random. Like, like, yeah, unless you just guitar, got, yeah, just unless you guys just like crazy money, like you know, I, the I see it guy, less often. Yeah, the like casual the casual guy, guy shouldn't do it. No, nah. yeah, no, nah, 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 nah. you're gonna look off. You're gonna look off. Yeah, like, yeah. like I think you, and I think it comes off as like a tryhard. I see a lot of women think it's yes, kind of like, the like tryhard. yeah, That's what I, meant. I think a lot of women, spe- I, I mean, at least I wouldn't say they're older because they're just my age, but uh, <laughs> I know that they don't like the dangling earrings. <laughs> They're not old, that never. Well, you're not. You're not doing <laughs> not this to old. me. <laughs> They're not old. They're not old. Uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I definitely think um, studs or hoops, you can't go wrong. Um, whatever you like, at the end of the day. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So, I, like you, you had anything else to add? I to got a question for you. Oh, come on, brother. Talk to me. So, what, to what would you say in your closet is your your mm. staple? Like, what? Like, if Chris was on a cartoon on Sheesh. Disney Channel, what's the outfit you could be wearing every day? Hoodie, number one, absolutely. Uh, I like comfort, so hoodie and sweats mm. and a comfortable. What color is this hoodie? Man, anything dark. Has so to be in your closet. What's in my closet right now? Um, what's my favorite hoodie? I would probably say, dang, I have a UH hoodie that I really love. But I wore it so many times. Um, but my favorite one right now is actually a Naka hoodie. Um, oh, just be. Nice. I, I mean, it's really nice, brother. I ain't gonna lie to yeah, you. Like, what, got that. like, brother, like, <laughs> I was just like, okay, they, they, they really did well with the quality. Um, so, I think that's something. And then it just, um, I would say, sweats. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sweats um, are are good. And any kind of sneaker, I prefer a Jordan One Low. I'm like a Jordan. I don't like the really highs too much. Um, and I like comfort. You know, so kind of like. Some Yeezy shoes are nice. Um, some Air Forces, um, you know, things like that. I, I think I'm just I'm really comfortable, chill, kind of, you know. That's that's interesting. You said Jordan One Low. Jordan One Low. I don't low. hear a lot of guys talk about that. Yeah, I I feel like they are super slept on when it comes to uh, to sweats, and I think they look better in my opinion with shorts than the high tops. Interesting. I, yeah. I got just in I, my I have a pair of, of, of uh, Jordan One Lows, and people went crazy about it. Cause I was like, look, you just get these if you really want to get some dunks, but you can't afford the overpriced dunks. Just get the Jordan One Lows. Exactly. I think the, I think they're a great alternative. The most sneaker I get like compliments on is a Jordan One Low. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a Jordan One Low, nothing but net. You can look it up. Um, <laughs> but that's the most uh, compliments new sneaker that I get. So yeah, I think that's that's usually where I wear. I got uh, I got blessed with a lot of young LA. Uh, you know what I mean? I got blessed with it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not quite there yet. But I can, know, no, 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 no. I'm not there either, brother. But I say I just got blessed with it. So <laughs> they, they, I'm I'm basically rocking a lot of their stuff because it's you know it's gym stuff. Yeah, it looks comfortable though, brother. I am I am cozy right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so I think um, that's going to definitely help out my style with the gym as well. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. And and you know whatever I wear to church, which is you know jeans or a polo. You know, nice mm-hmm. jacket. You know, nothing crazy, crazy. White leather sneakers. You know I what I mean? You. Nothing crazy, crazy. But that's kind of like that's kind of me. I could pop out sometimes, but I don't feel like the effort, man. I'm not. <laughs> I'd rather just like come on, like come on, Cam. Let's go. Let's go. Just let's shop together. Cause I don't. Yeah. It's not that I don't know what I'm doing. It's more so like you're picky. I'm picky. That's all right. We, we Dang, went to the mall I together. am picky. We went to the mall together. I was pulling out so many things. Would you wear this? Would you wear this? Would you wear this? Nah. 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 Nah, <laughs> I am picky, man. Yeah, I feel like my body's <laughs> shaped weird, so it has to look a certain way, and then it's okay. And, I, and then I gotta ask myself, am I going to am I going to wear this again? And a lot of times it's no. So I realized like, but dang, I I appreciate that mindset though, cause that's you save money like that. Exactly. That's that's my main rule. If you're shopping and you gotta contemplate whether you really want it, don't get it, cause you don't really want it. If you want something. 
think about it, you get it. You go, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I know. When I know, like, oh man, this is fire. I know I'm gonna wear. I know how to style. Even exactly. already, it it's excites like, yeah, you, yeah, it excites know? me. And it's like, yeah. So definitely pick stuff that excites you. You know. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, you you really transform your wardrobe you know and it became a passion and then you decide to take it to social media mm -hmm. what made you decide to do that man so i would definitely say growing up watching jose zuniga uh i found i remember i found him i was i, I skipped school that day because uh, i was sick no i was sick. Oh, I'm about to say god i was sick i didn't actually like skip school I, I was just i was in bed i was sick and i was just scrolling through youtube um, and then I just, I got him recommended to me. So I was like, okay, let me see what this is about. And I just started, I started following it and I was like, man, this is, this is cool. Like imagine already knowing how to dress and now you're just telling people, Hey, this is how I like to dress. You can dress this way if you like, or you can take inspo from it, do with what you want, you know, and that's your career, you know? So I was like, all right, this, this is, this is pretty cool, you know? I'm still in high school, you know, still got insecurities. You're still, you don't know yourself 100% yet. But I would definitely say it's always been on the back of my mind. Like, if I could do that, I would, you know. But I was definitely on the more uh, reserved, I don't want to say shy end in high school. Like, I wasn't in the shy crowd, but I was just really reserved. Mm -hmm. and I wasn't comfortable showing my personality to uh, just even my friends or just let alone social media, you know. So when I got to college, I would definitely say I learned myself a little bit more. I was more comfortable with who I was. Um, and then during the pandemic, I was bored. Put a video together, just, I was like, well, let's just do it. I already like clothes. Yeah. People in college know that I like clothes. Let's just, let's just do something for fun, you know? So I did a, how to, <coughs> excuse me. I did how to style a suit in three ways. And it, at that time, yeah, it blew up. You yeah, know, yeah, two thousand yeah. likes. That that was no, that that's was a lot, lot. brother. That's a lot. a lot today. Still, it's still, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, a yeah. lot. Yeah, but uh, I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> I, I show, I show my friends, and they're like, you should keep going. You yeah. know, I was like, you think? Like, yes, you always dress nice. Obviously, people want to see it, so just keep going. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Post another video. Ten likes. You know, but I think it was just the fact that I could, I, I did it. So it was like a, it was a combination of things that kept me going just cause I grew up with YouTube. Yeah. So I always thought YouTube creation is cool. I always found interest in editing. Mm. Um, I remember at one point in elementary, I told, I was like, I want to be a professional editor, video editor for uh, my career. You know, wow. I thought editing was cool. Uh, the process behind it. Then middle school, I thought fashion was cool. High school, I thought fashion was cool. The only thing that really held me back was I was like, nobody wants to see a black boy talk about fashion on the internet. You know, mm. that was my main thing. Uh, I don't know. I was just in my head about that because there was no, I didn't see no black men's fashion creators on there. Yeah. You know, they're either white or Hispanic. Hispanic, yeah. So I was like, nobody wants to see this. But during the pandemic, when I posted that one video, I saw a couple of other people post their videos and I'm just like, let's just, let's just start a community and just uplift each other. Cause mm. like not a lot of people really in our community uplift each other when it comes to fashion, you know? So I was like, let's just uplift each other and just spread the awareness. And then it just went from there really. Yeah. So like, how did you kind of like find your audience? Was mm. it, you know, kind of just, you put your, your clothes together and kind of just, Happen like kind of think of it a way if somebody wanted to start a Instagram or a TikTok mm -hmm. or uh, you know something like that where they want to be a creator you know so how did you you know through the consistency through posting find your niche which led to your audience I'll definitely say just uh it's all about like knowing who you are and what's true to you so at that time I was a freshman. I was a freshman in college, so I was just freshly out of high school. So it was easier for me to relate to the high schoolers. Like, hey, I figured it out, so you don't have to. So it was more of like, what would Cameron would have wanted or needed at that age, you know? So I, I put myself in like the the role model that I wanted 
when I was in high school, you know, the fashionable, successful black man. Mm. So I was like, I, that's just how I built my audience from there. And then I just, casual outfits for school, cozy outfits for school, simple, formal outfits, you know, stuff like that. And then my audience just grew from there. And then naturally, my the audience is, that's the biggest is my age right now. But that's just because it's still relatable because I'm, I'm my age wearing these clothes, you know. I just give simpler ideas for the younger audience. But I think the younger audience is what pushes me out. And then people my age, my peers, is what, like, finds it and then catches on. Got you, got you. So, like, how were... I'm interested in the growth, like the exponential growth. I remember, you know, seeing your videos even before you reach out to me, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, how was that kind of like beginning process of really like growing and expanding, kind of going viral in a sense? And then how did that, how did, were you able to keep that consistent? Cause I think it's hard mm -hmm. to really, you know, make those videos successful, but to stay so in a consistent level is even harder. Man, it it was tough. It was tough because, like, I told myself before I started, I had a serious sat down with my with myself. I had my journal. I was journaling. And I told myself, if I start this and I take it serious, I'm doing it for myself, myself only. Mm. I don't care how many views I get. I don't care how many likes I get. Because if you set an expectation and you don't hit it, you're going to uh, hit beat yourself up about it, you know? So I said I set a low standard. If I can get at least 100 views and then at least 50 likes or cuz the uh the engagement percentage, if I can get at least like 20 likes, I'm set. Yeah. Successful video. Easy. Not every video blew up. Like it was a really slow process. Like yeah. I was literally had that one video blow up, then after that, I didn't have another one blow up for like another four months. How did you keep going through number four months? During, in, in the period where we want instant gratification? I had the roommates. Oh, stop mm -hmm. it, I don't wanna hear that. No, <laughs> I did, I did, I was, following, I was following the roommates, you know? Y'all were talking about instant gratification, you know, <laughs> all of that, so I was like, okay. Long game, I'm in the long game. Then yeah. uh, the, the, Ho the Jose, interview pushed me forward even more because he was like it's all about the long game asked me in 10 years so i was like okay you know so i just kept going even through college i had i had my class i had my track but i really liked doing social media so i made time for it i would wake up at 5 a.m wow record edit then i post throughout the day come back home after that long day of school and, and workouts record some more wow edit that night and just keep going i was posting like when i first started i was posting like three times a day because yeah. I knew I was expecting it to just take on over time because, like, the consistent growth was there. I was growing about, like, five to ten followers a week. <laughs> like, it was slow, yeah. but it was there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I keep this up, I'll get to where I want to be. But at the end of the day, I'm doing it for myself because it's what I like. Yeah. Did I think I was going to be here where I am today a year ago? Definitely not. Mm. But – Job's not finished. Like you just keep going. You gotta understand why you're really doing it. Yeah. That's the issue. A lot of people don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're doing it for either a girl, they're doing it for their peers to look to look cool. They're doing it for the clout. They're doing it for family pressures. Have that serious sit down with yourself. Look in the mirror, journal, and understand why do you want to do what you do. And then once you figure that out, you're unstoppable, you know. During that time where you were figuring out, you know, in your journal, you know, can you kind of describe that kind of thought process? I, mm. I think that is a, a huge um, kind of journey. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, even as a man, I feel like you go through that multiple times in your yes. life. Uh, so can you just break that down and kind of just give an estimate of, like, what were you thinking you know, like, what was your mind going with? What's some other ideas that popped up but ultimately led to, you know, the fashion content? I got you. So it definitely started when the pandemic lightened up and then they let us come back onto campus 
at school, uh, which started my sophomore year. What year was this? This I is have no idea. Twenty twenty one ish or twenty. Cause 20 I graduated twenty nineteen. From college. From high school. From high school. Okay. Twenty nineteen. Jeez. Jeez. So, so the I pandemic. My freshman year, twenty nineteen. So the pandemic started twenty twenty. Like April, May, or well, yeah, yeah April ish. Yeah, cause cause I remember during spring break. Yes. It was spring spring break for me. So that was March. Yeah. So yes. March, the pandemic came and, and it was a lockdown. It was locked down really up at the remainder of the year of twenty twenty. Yeah. So it started lagging back they, up. They let us back on the campus in that fall of twenty twenty. Yes. Okay. So that time, fall of twenty twenty. So and we only in December of twenty twenty two, by the way. I don't know if y'all know this, but this <laughs> is this is quick. Yeah. So uh, we're in August of twenty twenty, and it's basically just uh, I wrote a graph. I wrote a graph, and I put social media on one side, and then my life on the other. So I on one side I wrote down like my actual responsibilities you know i had my track scholarship which was paying the bills for where i lived how i ate and then also paid for my schooling then on the other side i wrote social media mm. i wrote the numbers down of how much everything was then i wrote the numbers down for how much i've made zero 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 so i'm just looking at that i'm like okay so i could make some money from this if i if i put forth the effort and I stay consistent and that kind of drove me because I found myself liking social media more than running track and mind you we never talked about my track background but I've been running track since I was nine years old Sheesh. like AAU and what races brother? USA track and field 400 meter 200 meter gosh yeah, you, yeah you're better than since me. I was nine yeah so it's just like like, I've been doing this for over a decade now. Like, yeah. I'm tired. And you said you even made it to the Junior Olympics. Yeah, Junior Woo! Olympics, I think, like, three times. Wow. On a relay team, I think, once individually. You had to travel for that. Where did you end up going? Was it, like... No, nowhere crazy. Like, North Carolina, <laughs> Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was this one track. I think it was in Virginia, and it was green, but we didn't have the funds to, to go out there. Oh, wow. So I couldn't go out there. Um, one year they went to Cali, but we chose... North Carolina instead, because there's AAU and then there's USATF, so there's oh, okay. two different organizations. But I only know AAU basketball. Hey, that's that's what everybody knows. It's <laughs> yeah. all good. But <clears throat> so I was just like, I'm falling out of love with track. I'm realizing I'm not really doing this for me. I'm doing track for my mom. How was I was about to ask you? How was that conversation? Which one? <laughs> 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 we we had multiple conversations, but whenever. It's a long process. That was like that was a year later. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So I, I decide I'm like you know what I like I like doing social media, but right now it's not paying the bills. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll make do with what it, what I got to do. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna try to be consistent with this. The faster I go, the faster I can get exposure. The faster I get exposure, the faster I can get brand deals. So I was posting three times a day, every day on TikTok. I was doing pictures on Instagram. I was probably doing like two to three pictures a week on Instagram because I didn't know how it worked. Write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I wasn't doing YouTube just because I didn't have the time commitment for YouTube. I'm a full, full-time full student athlete. Yeah, student athlete. Uh, and three times a day on TikTok is hard enough, you know? So I was doing that consistently. And I would say December, January, that's when something hit and then it just boom. Wow. I went from like 3,000 to like 7,000. And I was like, okay, cool. We'll we're take the blessing. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're we'll take somewhere. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that happened. Then I think that's when the uh, first Jose interview came out. Mm, and that was like okay. my extra push because now I'm thinking, okay. That second, was around that time. That was early yeah. 2021. Yeah. Because now I'm thinking, all right, track season's about to come up. How am I going to wake up? super early like deprive myself of sleep to do this without lacking performance in my sport that's gonna get rid of my scholarship and keep up with my grades so now i'm just like stressing getting in my head then y'all had the interview and i was just like nah we can do it we can do it because i remember jose was talking about i was in my bedroom doing everything and i'm just i'm literally sitting in my bedroom <laughs> tv because i had y'all on, on, on youtube i'm on playstation yeah I'm sitting right here in front of my closet. My bed is right here. I got a bunch of clothes stacked up right here for my videos. Sheesh. My camera is in front of me. I'm just like, 
I, am I the black Jose? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, so let's let, let's get to it then. That, that was basically my, my boost. Track season go, didn't, didn't go the way I wanted to, but it, did, it didn't matter because social media was on my mind heavy. I was just like, this is, I need this. If I can just have money to pay for my school, I'll could track and do social media mm. and, and college, of course. Kept going, kept going. Eventually, I get tired of school because it's just like I, I'm not going nowhere with this. And what month is this? Uh, this is in 2021. I'll say this is during the summer. Okay, so summer 2021 at this time. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm not going nowhere with this. I really don't want to do school no more. I was telling my mom I don't want to do school. She's like, "Well, what do you want to do instead?" And I was just like, "I I don't know. I really want to do social media. I think I can. I think I can do it." And then my mom, she was just being a mom. You know, she wasn't doubting me or nothing. She was just like, well, okay, well, how much are you bringing in for social media? And I was like, I had that one deal, and it gave me 50 bucks. And she's like, you got to stay in school. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. Then that's when I started started growing my financial. Uh, literacy, information, yeah, knowledge. Yeah, financial literacy. So I started yeah. asking my mom, like, how much do you bring in? Ask my dad, how much do you bring in? What a question, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking everybody, everybody yeah. I met, like, how much, da da da, da what's, your, what's your monthly expenses? Mm. Like, how much do you think you spend a day? Stuff like that, yeah. you know? Started calculating my own thing, you know? Um, and then my dad has a, my stepdad has a little um, side, side business. Okay. He does pressure washing. So I was just like, and he hates his main job. So I was like, how much money would you bring in with pressure washing to make you quit your main job he was like ten thousand dollars if i can make ten thousand dollars a month with pressure washing i'll quit my main job so i was like okay ten thousand is the goal then yeah. you know so i, can, I think it's a beautiful goal so honestly. i can convince everybody to let me quit college. yeah 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 uh, absolutely yeah you get to ten thousand a month the people ain't gonna say nothing to you yeah so i'm i'm just that's the that's the monthly goal and i start writing down I was like all right if i can get this many brand deals and I can get them all to pay me this amount a month. I can lock in a contract for like six months and then re-sign at the end of that. We can do it. Yeah. Brands don't work like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do that. They yeah. work off of campaigns. Yep. Very few sign long-term contracts. Very few, yep. But that, that didn't knock the hustle. So I still stayed in I stayed in school still. And this is going into your... Sophomore year. It's okay. Fall of 2021. I'm starting to pick up traffic. I think I'm at like 30K on TikTok and Instagram was a super slow growth, mm. super slow. So I think on Instagram, I started at like 700 and I'm not, at that point I was at like 3000. Mm. So obviously brands aren't gonna pay you for 3000. And at that time, working with influencers were still new to brands. Yeah. So they didn't know about engagement rates. They just knew about numbers. Yeah. You know, oh, you have a little, you have a small following. You're not gonna give me nothing. Yeah, micro influencers exactly. wasn't at the time. Yeah, I got. But you. now, now it's a thing. Yeah. So, I'm gonna skip forward a little bit to that that next track season. Social media is on me heavy. Like I just love doing it. Track is just done. I'm like, I'm done with this. Last track meet of the season. I look at my coach. I'm like, I'm not doing this no more. And that shout out to that coach, uh, Coach Queen, because he uh, he he walked me through the process. Because he because usually coaches hear you say you want to quit, they're like, no, nah, I don't quit. Like we could work on it. Da 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 da. But he was like really counseling me throughout the the whole season. Like, mm. well, why don't you want to quit? You know, why do you? Would you like to quit? What would you do once you quit? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But when I finally quit, I had to sit down with my mom, and I was like, look. I'm quitting track. I just want to do s school and social media. And she was like, obviously I don't agree with your decision, but just do what makes you happy. So I was like, all right, cool. I appreciate it, you know? She was like, all right, well, what's your, go what's your plan now, though? Because now you need someone to pay for your school, you know? Good question. And I was like, I'm going to get a job at Nordstrom because at that time I was already working there, so I was, but I was had a, I had a part-time job. I was like, I'll just take it full time and I'll just continue working and then I'll just work and do school and then just find social media like how I did with track whenever I could fit it in. Mm. Still posting three times a day. Woo. A day. A day. <laughs> so A I day, was, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was I was doing that. Then 
some brand deals were coming in. And I was just like, dang, I don't really need Nordstrom. And how then much it wasn't consistent. How, <laughs> yeah, how, how, like, how was the Nordstrom kind of pay set up? Was it hourly pay plus commission or just full commission? Or you were just kind of like. So how they did it, it was uh, you either get the, the department that I was in. I was working for Indochino, actually. Okay. And how they did their pay was you either got your hourly pay or you got your commission. So it depends on how much money you you can you have a minimum of your hourly, but if your yes. commission's above that, you get the you have get the that. commission. Okay. Everything you make, you get that. You don't get that commission plus hourly. I, I wish I got that. Yeah, it would be nice. But yeah, if your commission is above the hourly, then you get the commission. Because of that, I was probably averaging like eleven, twelve hundred dollars a paycheck. Okay, with, with and in every two weeks. Yeah, every two okay. weeks. Okay. Not bad. So I was doing that so that I was handling school, yeah. eating, all that. Um, still bringing in like free brand deals. You know, like I get the free product, but I don't get paid yet. You know, um, and then when I did Gotta start, start somewhere, paid, brother. Yeah. When I started getting paid, I was doing like two hundred dollars a video. Yeah. Uh, which I was cheating myself, but I didn't know the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually, I think that Christmas, I decided I was gonna I was gonna drop out and do social media. I dropped out, did social media, moved back home, uh, just doing Nordstrom social media. And what you and when what 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 this was the time now, frame? This is in January, so this is now uh, twenty January of twenty twenty two. This is twenty twenty two. Brother, this year, earlier this year. This is this is January twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A year go house. by quick. I'm at the house. Yeah. Uh, depressed. I'm not doing three times a day this now at this time frame. Mm. I was doing once to two times a day if I had the time or energy. <laughs> that was a depressive time period. That was that was heavy. And how oh. and and I I you don't have to go into details of what you was going through, but I do think as far as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and content creators, are, there's a lot of similarities where you have life that hits, things get very hard, get very difficult. You still got to post. Yeah. You still got to make content. Yes. How did you handle that? Therapy, man. I had mm. I had, ther- I had a therapist, and I would go once a week. Now everybody can afford once a week. You'd be fine with once a month, but I was I was eager to like hurry up and get my mindset back on track mm. um this this is to influence the younger crowd um you know i was going through i was going through a fresh breakup of five years mm. i just quit track the only thing that i know yeah uh I dropped your identity is probably in it oh yeah, yeah my, ident- my identity was huge in track you know so it was like once i quit track everybody was like what are you gonna do now? Like, what 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 else can you do? You know? Yeah. Sheesh. So it's just like, everything was just hidden. You know, all my friends are still off in college. I'm back home in Houston, in January by myself. I got no one to hang out, no no one to vent to. Uh. So it's just I was just I felt alone. You know, mm-hmm. working this nine to five. I don't really like it no more just because of just work reasons. Uh, I really want social media to take off, but it's just. It's growing, but it's, it's not growing as fast as what I, I thought it w- would, you know, compared to other influencers. Yeah. So it was just a lot of that. But therapy helped me get through it. A lot of praying, mm. meditating, journaling, uh, yoga. Mm. So, like, like, all that combined, you know. I remember I had a... I remember I had my studio set up. My parents have a two-bedroom, uh, not a two-bedroom, a two-floor house. So upstairs, there's like that little media room. That's where I have my studio. Yeah. I remember laying on the ground. It's like, it's probably like 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. I'm laying there and I'm like just praying, oh my God, like, do you want me to go back to school? Should I get back in the track? Like, where am I going? Am I being, am I going to be an influencer or? I'm, is this supposed to be a lesson? Cause I'm just stubborn. Like, what's going on? Like, just show me something. I had this like little metal clothing rack, and it fell. <laughs> <laughs> it broke and it fell. And I just looked at it, got mad. I got up, walked to my mom's bedroom. I was like, "Hey, I'm going for a drive, but I'm fine." She's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Go for a drive. I find a park. I sit there. I'm just like, "Yeah." What, what, am su- what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? You know? Then 
I, I get like a little voice in my head is like, let's make a video. That calms you down. Let's make a video. Mm. So I was looking around. I was like, let's make a video. So I, I still have it up. I, I made like this little video on my phone uh, of my outfit that I was wearing. And then I, it calmed me down. And I sat in the car. And then I, I felt like my ego was getting into social media. I started going against what I said in the beginning when I first started. Mm. 100 views, 20 likes, you're good. I started getting caught up in the numbers. I started getting caught up in the clout. That's where the frustration came from. So it was like, God was like, you're, you're changing. Gotcha. Relax. Stay true to your roots. And just keep going from there. Let me handle the rest. Yeah. You know? So I was like, okay. I went back to the crib, cleaned up, started new the next day. That summer, I was able to uh, quit my job and do social media full time. Now we're here. And here we are. Yep. How can life is going to like life is life, bro? Yeah. And there's going to be another, you know, obstacle that's going to come. How can you continue to push forward now with the experience that you had? I'm sure it's, it's a little bit easier, but I think as men, as we grow, the responsibility grows, mm -hmm. you know, and the kind of the effect that it has on our mental health also, you know, is more impactful. So what are you going to do differently now versus where it's like, you know, when you first went through it, it was so heavy on you mentally where you felt like, you know, you had to like, you know, take a drive where you had to go to therapy. You had to, you were sitting, like you was really lamenting, trying to figure these things out. Mm -hmm. And when those kind of similar, I guess, life events happens again, what are you going to do differently? So it's one of those things where, uh, that's a really good question. A I try my best brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> A lot of um, people, when they go through certain things, they just go through it in the moment. Excuse me. They just go through it in the moment and then keep pushing like nothing happened. Mm. But it's like, no. Go through it in the moment. Learn what happened. So then when it happens again, you already know what to do. So I went to my therapist and I was like, look, this is the deal. This is what I'm trying to solve. What are some tools that you can give me so whenever I'm out in the real world, I'm not in this room, when I'm out in there, and I can, and I'm going through it. What can I use to face it? You know, so just at, just asking like questions like that. You know, so now if I get like a little depressive day, like I'm low dopamine day. You know, how do I pass through that? You know, get active, journal. It's, it's gonna be different for everybody. You know, but I I learned the tools. I didn't just vent to my therapist and just then just walk away like, oh, I feel so much better. Like, no, I was like, let me vent, but then arm me with, with the weapons that I need to fight against the, the hardest day-to-day -day life, you know? So I just prepared myself. I didn't take any lesson for granted. Everything happens for a reason. I went through what I needed to so I could be prepared for now. And I think it's also weird. Like, I, I feel like I do better with pressure, you know? Mm. Whenever I quit track, it was like, okay, now you really have to do it. Now you really got to get your money together, you know? Uh, whenever I dropped out of college, it was just like, okay, now you really gotta like do something with this, cause if you don't, you gotta go back to go back to school and put yourself in more debt. Like, what's good? What's going on? Yeah. So it's just like that put pressure on my shoulders. And when I first started my financial journey <laughs> in college, uh, and I asking my parents, what kind of income do they bring in? They have they have uh two two more kids. I got two little brothers. They gotta take care of them too. So not all that money's theirs. Yeah. So now I'm thinking about this. I'm like, okay. If I want to build my financial journey, I'm gonna treat myself like I have a kid. Mm. So I had the mindset that I already had a kid with me. Got you. And that makes you not spend dumb money. So whenever you're out spending money, you're just like, I got a kid at home. If I buy this, will they be able to eat tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah, they yeah. eat tomorrow? Yeah. No. Okay go home find something at the house to eat you know so it's like that that mindset oddly enough like helped me 
I don't think that now because I'm not trying to have no kids. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that mindset helped me in in college, growing through my financial journey. No, absolutely. I think you definitely prepared yourself, um, you know, well with that because you you kind of gave yourself real world practice. So when it does come, you already kind of prepared. Because exactly. a lot of people try to get their stuff together because of you know added responsibility. That's why I call kids. Hey, <laughs> the little things I call uh, the little things I watch Coco Melon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. E- exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so, like, you really turn your passion into, you know, your dream. Mm-hmm. And and it's been, you know, a pleasure, you know, witnessing you, um, you know, just grow, innovate, and even push through the struggles, you know. So it's extremely encouraging, you know, and just as a – a person that's getting to know you, you know, like I, I'm extremely proud. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you are, you know, making a huge difference in a lot of men's life, you know, not only with their fashion, but just how you carry yourself as a man, you know. So continue to push forward, man. Is there any other, you know, tips, tricks, you know, something that you want to share with, you know, the person that's aspiring to be like you, you know, the, mm-hmm. the young man that's listening right now that want to take a chance, that probably need to have a conversation with their parents, but too afraid to have a conversation, you know, what can you tell to, you know, those kind of people that's really to take that step for, you know, for themselves? I would definitely say journal, man. At, at the end of the day, you, you have yourself. You got to look after yourself. So take care of your mental. If you can take care of your mental, nothing can stop you mm. that's that's the main thing just find what works for you whether you got to do a lot of prayer a lot of meditating you got to do physical practices get get your mindset strong and you can handle anything i wish i could say something more wise yeah but yeah, yeah. That, that's really all it is just having a strong mindset I think most of the battle is in, is in your mind. And I also say uh, it's hard finding a community around you. So feel free to come to my community. Jump in the comment section. Like, hey, I'm going through this. Da, 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 da. And I've seen it. Like, a lot of people go in my comment section. I'm going through this. How can I do this? And if I can't get to it, someone else that follows me will jump in the comments and answer their questions. Like, oh, well, I've done this, this, and that. Sometimes they'll DM me. Yeah. I, I respond. I don't think I'm too big not to respond to my DMs. I don't yeah. get a lot of crazy DMs. Like I don't, I don't have like a million followers, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I still have the the opportunity to still uh, share share the mental wealth. Oh no, yeah, you absolutely you know? because you are in a position where you're doing what you love and you're doing it full time. Exactly. You know, it against all odds. You know, I don't care. You know, you got to be making, you know, certain kind of level of money to be doing that. So I think that whatever it is, it's it's inspiring. I think people can learn a Mm -hmm. lot. I learned a lot from you from just the interview. So I'm sure people are as well. Um, So if they do want to say thank you, you know, reach out to you, any comment, you know, questions, comments, even fashion tips, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at cam.styles with a Z at the end. And if you ever need anything, just hit me up, sign my DMs with any questions, and I got you, man. Make sure y'all hit up Cam Styles for any fashion tips. I'm telling you, this guy know what he's talking about. We had a great time shopping again. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, we definitely got to do it one more time. I'm glad you're staying here in Houston, brother. I got a lot of plans for us. So, hey, you know, I got more there, lookbooks coming out. Hey, <laughs> so we got a lot of collabs coming soon. So, without further ado, Chris is star of the show. I am joined by Cam Styles, and we are the roommates. And please. Please make sure you check him out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to his stuff. We'll see you all next week. Boo! Boo! <laughs> <laughs>